Welcome to the Red Cloud Research Roundup, hosted by Red Cloud Financial Services. It is May 27th. Canadian gold exploration company Talisca Resources has been making strides with its three gold projects in British Columbia. The Red Cloud Research team has found the story compelling enough to initiate coverage on the company. Mining analyst Timothy Lee is here to provide details. Later on in the episode, Alina Islam, mining analyst, is here to update us on Iron Energy's recent Tier 1 lithium project acquisition. So with that, Tim, over to you. Hello, and thank you for the warm welcome. This week, we initiated coverage on Talisker Resources Limited, with our report titled Braylorn Reborn, Rebuilding a Historic BC Mine. That's TSK on the TSX exchange. We have a buy rating and a 40 cent Canadian target price. Talisker is focused on gold exploration and development in southern British Columbia. We recently initiated on Tempest Resources Limited, and Talisker is in the same region, but is the largest landholder in the region and is a bit more advanced. The first reason we like Talisker is that it has a permitted, past-producing mine in an existing camp with a realistic near-term path to production. Talisker's large land position includes the historic Braylorn Mine complex, where about 4.2 million ounces of gold were produced. The project has numerous advantages, including existing infrastructure, it already has major permits in place, and it is located within trucking distance of operating mills in the region. This includes New Gold's New Afton Mill, which has excess capacity, and we note Talisker has been in discussions with New Gold, and New Gold is actually a shareholder as well. Talisker's plan is to bring the mine into initially small-scale production in 2024 using historic mine workings with relatively little initial capital required and ore trucked to a nearby mill. They would gradually ramp up production, then build their own mill on site in 2026 and ramp up production to 1,800 tons per day. The second point, Talisker has delineated a sizable resource at Braylorn. Over 140,000 meters of drilling were completed from 2020 to 2022, delineating an initial resource containing 1.67 million ounces of gold at an average grade of 6.4 grams per ton. This would already support a 10-plus year mine life, and it is open for expansion. Finally, while the focus from here for the company is more on development, there is still lots of exploration upside potential. The resource is only to a depth of 700 meters, while historic mining went as deep as 2 kilometers. Furthermore, the company has a large land package that includes several other known deposits and newer exploration discoveries. Management has said that they see the potential for over 5 million ounces on its properties, and we think this is not unreasonable. Again, to reiterate, we initiated on Talisker with a buy rating and a 40 cent target price. This is based on a mine model for Braylorn, with smaller additional ounce-in-the-ground contributions from other properties with resources. Alina, on to you. Well, thanks a lot, Tim. So in light of the recent merger between Alchem and Livent and M&A activity heating up in the lithium space, I thought I'd speak about a lithium explorer that recently acquired an asset closer to home. So this week, we'll talk about ION Energy. This is listed on the TSXV under ticker ION. Uh, we do not have a rating or target on the stock. 
So ION has been around since 2017 with two lithium brine projects located in Mongolia. However, last week, the company announced that it is acquiring the Bliss Lake Lithium Pegmatite project in the Northwest Territories for $500,000 in an all-equity transaction. This is a greenfields project that has not seen the use of modern exploration techniques. However, it is located in the Yellowknife area, where the presence of lithium-bearing pegmatites has been very well documented uh, since the 1940s. Actually, a report from 1977 indicates that 14 lithium-bearing pegmatites in this area have the potential to host 49 million short tons of material at average grades of 1.4% lithium oxide. This is quite significant and indicates the potential for high-grade lithium mineralization in the area. So Bliss Lake is located in a very exciting and prospective lithium jurisdiction. It is located 15 kilometers from the Yellowknife project, which is currently being advanced by lift power. Uh, satellite images here have shown the presence of multiple pegmatites on the property, with some measuring over 300 meters in strike. Pegmatites in this region are very easy to identify, as most of them have almost a 100% exposure. On the neighboring lift property at Yellowknife, 13 spodumene-bearing pegmatites have actually been identified, and these do measure between 1,800 meters in length and 35 meters in width. Additionally, historic sampling of these pegmatites has returned grades of up to 1.07% lithium oxide to 2.20% lithium oxide, which are very encouraging. I would, however, caution listeners that bliss that this Bliss Lake acquisition could be considered a closeology play, meaning that having another prospective project in the area doesn't necessarily mean that Bliss Lake will return the same results. However, it does showcase the potential upside that is present uh, should exploration efforts at Bliss Lake yield positive results. As indicated earlier, this is a greenfields project and management expects to get rock chip sampling underway along with permits for drilling in the near term. While ION has acquired this project in a Tier 1 jurisdiction, it also owns two lithium brine projects in Mongolia. The company does have a first mover advantage in this region as Mongolia has never been explored for lithium. Their projects are also located very close to the Chinese border, allowing them to tap into the Chinese battery market once the projects are up and running. So it recently completed three test wells at its Orgax Naran project with assays pending. Following receipt of these results, a maiden resource is anticipated for this project. What makes the Orgax Naran project very exciting is that a surface sample collected here last year yielded 918 milligrams per liter of lithium. Just for context, this is comparable to the lithium brine concentrations found in the Salars of Argentina. Additionally, management has prior experience operating in Mongolia, as many individuals on the team previously worked for Step Gold. That's a gold producer in the country. Management also has strong relationships with the government, which is expected to help fast-track permits for development. So to summarize, we believe that ION is a very exciting lithium story. The company has recently hedged its lithium brine potential in Mongolia with a Tier 1 hard rock project in Canada. In today's environment, hard rock projects are fetching a higher valuation multiple than its brine or clay counterparts, so we would expect to see a re-rating of ION stock as it advances this project forward. 
especially once it has a brine resource to backstop its valuation. Thanks for listening to the Red Cloud Research Roundup podcast. We hope you enjoyed the dive into recent notable mining news. Remember, you can join us every Monday for new episodes. And as always, you can head over to redcloudsecurities.com to access our research portal, to read full disclosures, and to sign up to our email list. That's it for this episode, and see you next time.